Hey there, everybody. Uh, this is editing, editing Amy with a quick little introduction here. We lost a bunch of our episode, as you may know. We had some, some technical difficulties. Uh, but we were able to, basically the first 20 minutes or so of the podcast uh, was solid and usable uh, footage. Footage. <laughs> like this is some sort of found footage documentary. Uh, no. So yeah, about... 20 minutes was usable stuff, uh, spliced together some older content that we haven't gotten to use yet. Um, yeah, so it's a shorter episode today, but we hope you still enjoy it. It was still fun. And, uh, yeah, I will pop in towards the end of the episode to wrap it up for y'all. So enjoy. So hooray on that front. So you know what? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Next Two Nerds. My name is Amy, and you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. That's, that's what I've got to start. Amazing. And my name is Shannon, and I don't think Christmas is necessarily about things. It's about being good to each other, as our friend Carrie Fisher said. Exactly. Man, ain't that, ain't that the spirit of Christmas and Festivus and Hanukkah and Life Day and Kwanzaa and other holidays that I'm missing? All of that good this time of the year stuff. Heck yeah, and we are supposed to get some snow. I don't know how you are projected for snow, but over in this area, we gonna, in the Philly area, we getting some snow this week. It's been predicted that we might get about a foot of snow. Heck yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up, but I am. the dog and I are very fucking psyched. Yeah, my hopes are definitely <laughs> up. I haven't seen snow in like three years, so like, yeah. Oh, hopes dude. Are... It, was, it was flurrying that one day. I don't know if you got all those crazy flurries that didn't stick that one day, but like. Yeah, we got a little flurries, but like nothing serious. So I'm hoping for something kind of serious just to make it pretty exactly i don't live that far from work and we can do virtual if anything yeah yeah you need your snow heck yeah (laughs) heck yeah we need our snow 2020 is the perfect year for snow because nobody's got to go anywhere anyway so i'm saying exactly fingers crossed (laughs) man fingers crossed i love i love the winter weather as the song goes Me, me too it's it's my jam like the colder, the better. I want to wear every article of clothing I own. All of my cardigans and hoodies need to come out to play. Yes, all the scarves. All the scarves, all the good cozy stuff. The pea coat that I, I've had since I was in like eighth grade. Oh, it's, it's that's great. awesome. It's great. That's rad. Good time yeah. of year. Solid time of year. Absolutely. But like, so I don't know what you planned for your meh of the week, but but my meh of the week is kind of related to holiday time. Yeah, me like, too. Because <laughs> you and I both worked retail for a very, very, very long time. Oh my god, yeah. That's soul-crushing drudgery. Infinite <laughs> amount of time, it feels like. Yeah. And like, one of the least favorite things about the holiday season for me was just all of the, in, in particular, the customers who would you know, wish you, you know, when you say happy holidays at the end, when they're leaving the store, oh, it's okay. You can say Merry Christmas to me. It's like, well, wait, what if I don't, my dude? Like, yeah. 
what what if i don't like what if i just hope that all of your days in this season are nice right why can't we just why can't we just be like that i love i i hate the people this time of year who are like who who actually adapt to that whole war on christmas war on their holiday situation it's like no nah, can't we just enjoy the fact that everybody is trying to be a little bit nicer to each other this time of year like purposefully can we do that please right like the spirit of the season is to be kind and generous to your fellow human to act in a way that you would hope to be treated by people who don't know you not that you shouldn't be doing that all year round but that's like the general vibe of like the holiday time so like why you gotta be a dick exactly (laughs) especially to you know your retail workers and your people who have to work regularly this time of year just just be nice to folks absolutely they are underpaid they are overworked none of these people signed up to like put themselves in danger to sell you a fucking nintendo switch so yeah nobody wants that (laughs) they they cannot magically get you a ps5 yeah it's not gonna happen if they could do that they would not be in the position where they are right now (laughs) if they could do that they would be running the black market ps5 game and they could retire like (laughs) exactly (laughs) Uh, but yeah that's that's my my meh of the of the week is just people who can be jerks around the holiday season like don't don't be a jerk enjoy whatever you enjoy that makes you happy this time of year that's great don't try and shove that onto other people yeah absolutely what about yours what did you pick for your meh of the week I honestly, I struggled a little bit because it's been such a good nerd news week. (laughs) Like there's so much happening, like all of the cool Star Wars series that are going to be coming out that they announced, like a live action Willow series, like Dragon Age and Mass Effect are coming back hot with like direct sequels to our favorite games. I really hope they come back hot. If if I had to pick like a, a, you know, a clouded part to that lining, it's that, man, I really hope they don't fudge this one up boys yeah like <laughs> i got my fingers my toes my eyes yes. like everything crossed everything. but like so i've been on like fucking like peak shannon high <laughs> this week like with all the good True. shit that's happening but i did find a new holiday movie that was just utter shit oh gosh <laughs> please tell me what this holiday movie is i so want to know so my meh of the week is Holidate, which is a Netflix original movie. Oh, it sounds like a modern day classic, Shannon. I, we we will definitely get to that. Um, so, like, I love Christmas movies. Like, this is my favorite time of year. I love to decorate and bake and, you know, wrap presents and watch all of my old favorites. And I also really like finding cool new holiday movies. Unfortunately, Holidate was not a joyful discovery. I can't believe it. It sounds like the title alone (laughs) sounds like it's exactly everyone's jam. Like, it's a holiday-themed rom-com, which is something that I have enjoyed in the past. They can be good. They can be real good. Like, one of my favorites is Love Actually. I fucking love that movie. I watch it every year. It's a classic. Or as Bobby Bobby calls it, Love Crap Surely. Um, (laughs) Which is fine. Like he's he's a good egg. He's a good sport. He yes. watches it every year, no matter what. But like <laughs> Holiday tries way too hard at every turn. It's like 
cramming all of its quirky, bizarre holiday, quote-unquote, cuteness down your fucking throat. Um, it stars Emma Roberts, who I never really enjoy, but she was surprisingly not the problem with this film. Like, she was fine. Um, it leans really heavily on the trope that no one wants to be romantically alone for the holidays. That's which silly beans. It's kind of lame. Like, I, I think that's bullshit. Like, it's nice to have people you care about around you for the holidays, but if you're not okay being alone, like, I, you gotta do some work on yourself. Exactly, Um, exactly. (laughs) Like, this is not a good lesson to learn. So, like, the movie gives us these two attractive strangers who strike an agreement to be each other's platonic holidays. Mm -hmm. And obviously they wind up falling in love for each other, you know, like, that's the whole spiel. And, like, it's not the worst idea, but it's just so poorly executed and done in such an unoriginal way. Like, it pulls from so many films that have come before it, but makes all of the stuff that worked before really unpalatable. Like, there's a lot of, like, extreme boozing, the whole, did we actually fuck or did we not? Because I was too shit-faced and I can't remember. Oh, I hate that. It's like, can, I, we, can we not with that trope? That's a disgusting and terrible thing to, like... Ugh. It's... It's not a good thing. And, like, maybe it's just because I'm a sober person now, but, like, binge drinking is not, like, a cool thing that you should, like, glamorize and casualize. Like, it's a thing that a lot of people have a problem with. Don't do it, especially this time of, especially in in the year of our Lord, 2020, where everybody is, like, you know, there are folks who are having legitimate issues with with their alcoholism this year, you know? Like, don't, don't glorify that. That's not cool. Exactly. Like, everyone's having a hard time already, so maybe chillax on that. Jeez. Um, like, the, the wacky family members all just feel super formulaic rather than quirky. And the predictable ending that should be comforting and satif- satisfying is just, like, really bland and kind of irritating. Like, it wants to be, like, a perfect blend of Love Actually and The Night Before, mm-hmm. but it just fails miserably. So I would say do yourself a favor, watch Scrooged and Said, because Holiday is a holidon't. Yeah. And that's why it's my math of the week. See what you did there. There's a... the, the movie was so bad, it deserved a shitty pun. Like There's a there's a movie, and, and I wanna say it before I forget it. I've seen like commercials for it every time I watch YouTube. Um that uh, Kirsten Stewart is in. Oh my god, it looks so good. It looks so good. Do you know the name and of Dan- that movie offhand? Because it's not a movie uh, Dan Levy is in it. Yes. Oh god, what's it called? God, I can't remember what it's called, but I, I, it looks so good. I think it's it's only on Hulu. Um, but like, yeah, Kristen Stewart and her girlfriend are going home to her girlfriend's house, and on the drive there... Like, Kristen Stewart finds out that her girlfriend is not out to her family. Yeah, happiest and told them, season. Happiest, happiest season. season. It looks it. fucking great. It looks so good. And I've really done a hard turnaround on Kristen Stewart. Like, yeah. Yeah. After- she definitely got typecast into, into the role of Bella and uh, has proven herself not only a capable actress, but a fucking really good actress. Like, Yeah. Like, I I think the first thing I saw her in that was not... The Twilight movies was um, the clouds of Silmarie, and she was so good in that. And I didn't realize that she had that scope. And I like I, I completely recant all of the nasty things I said about her acting. <laughs> like, yeah, 
Yeah, she's I real mean, good. It's definitely the result of the directing in in Twilight. If we're to do like a big mini little rant here, that you know, that that it, entire movie it was just written as a as a ploy to make teenage girls and and their moms watch it. Right, and like I've seen them all. Like it, it's fine. Like they're fine, but you it's gotta not love. Like... You gotta love how Robert Pattinson plays um, Edward because. He plays him as such a creeper because he is a creeper. And it's he's a so ninety-year-old man who's like in love with like a fucking teenager, and like a fifteen-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> real gross, and he's so good at it. Yeah, that if anyone wants like to remember how amazingly good he is about being a creeper, that that moment where they first meet and she steps into the classroom and the face that he <laughs> makes is fucking the best thing ever. Just... Yeah, I'm I'm a big R-Pet stan. Like, yeah. He's fucking great. Like, and he's made such weird and interesting choices in his career since then. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's he's real good. But, yeah, I I am all about this, this Kristen Stewart holiday movie. Like, it looks delightful. Yeah, it looks really good. And I really hope that I get, it goes somewhere else other than Hulu so I can watch it. Yeah, like I'll I'll pay a little bit to watch it, but I just I can't subscribe to Hulu for one Dan Levy movie. Exactly. Although I want to, I would really <laughs> like to. Yeah, definitely. I but... would really like to, but I can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. We can't we can't do that. So hopefully, <laughs> eventually, it comes out some other someday. Way. Keep it an eye out. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Yeah, heck yeah! Off to a freaking roaring start. Let's let's go into heckin' crush of the week because. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. I started the last one, Shane. Why don't you start this one? Oh, boy. I'm excited. Uh, this is a really big one for me. Oh, um, I'm excited. I'm featuring them in this episode because they starred in one of my favorite holiday movies, which is Scrooged. Uh-huh. Um, so my crush of the week is the one, the only, Bill Murray. Yay! <laughs> we love a freaking Bill Murray. He's so goddamn good. He's so good. Like, I have loved Bill Murray for as long as I can remember. From, like, the first time I saw Ghostbusters, I knew I was destined to be Mrs. Bankman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, he's, his catalog of work is fucking staggering. Like, Caddyshack, Little Shop of Horrors, Stripes, Groundhog Day, Kingpin. Like, Groundhog Day almost is such every a fucking good right every year every year i watch that movie yeah he's in like every single wes anderson movie basically Mm -hmm. except for like his first film he's in like a shit ton of like weird jim jarmusch stuff right i love all his little weird cameos and everything oh it's so good and like then he's in like beautiful heartbreaking stuff like lost in translation oh god like yeah even the fucking Garfield movies, which I found out he was only in because he thought it was being made by one of the Coen brothers. Ah! Oh my gosh, that's great. I love it. Yeah, which was just a delightful little nugget. Um, like, he's just, he's been such a glowing beacon of joy and whimsy in the face of, like, the soul-crushing sadness of day-to-day life. Like, he just, he has this way of taking things that weigh very heavily on you in the human experience and finding something light in them. And that's so rare and so cool. Yeah. Um, 
So I did a little bit of poking around into him, and he was born William James Murray on September 21st, 1950, in Evanston, Illinois. Um, he was raised in a super Irish Catholic family, uh, and he worked as a golf caddy to pay for his education at a Jesuit high school. You know what? That makes, that's fine. I'm, that makes, that, that's fair. <laughs> right? Like, that's a good backstory. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a Bill um, Murray backstory. Yep. Right? After graduating from Loyola Academy, he went to Regis University in Colorado to take pre-med courses. He dropped out super quickly and went home. Was you know like, what? nope. I get it. Nope. Um, <laughs> in his teens, he was in a rock band called the Dutch Masters. What? Yup. <laughs> and you said he grew up in Illinois? Yeah. That's like nowhere near like the Pennsylvania, New York area where Dutch would be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a, an allusion to like the painters, the Dutch Masters painters? I don't know. I love it That's though. <laughs> right? It's fucking great. Um, on his 20th birthday, he was arrested at O'Hare Airport for trying to smuggle t 10 pounds of weed, which he was allegedly trying to sell. The drugs were only discovered because he jokingly told another passenger that he had a bomb. Oh, Bill. That's like, that's the most Bill Murray shit. It like, is. All of his roles have like a little bit of the sad clown to them. He's just, he's so warm and accessible in characters that have no business being likable. But he inhabits them in such a way that they're just like universally human and beloved. Definitely. Um, his character in Groundhog Day is a fucking jerk at the beginning, but you still like right? like him and relate to exactly. him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like he's such a character in and of himself. And there's so many great, like meeting Bill Murray stories. Um, one of the favorites that I found when I was like poking around is this guy was waiting at a crosswalk in New York city and he had an ice cream cone and he's waiting for the light to change and all of a sudden a head swoops in from the side and takes a lick of his ice cream cone the dude turns and he's ready to shout like what the fuck and like tell someone off and he sees bill murray licking the last of the ice cream from his lips the man <laughs> stares at him like mouth agape bill smiles leans in and whispers no one will ever believe you and then just crosses the street <laughs> as the light changes and never looks back I fucking love it. It's so good. I fucking it's so love it. good. And like, there's just like, if you poke around on the internet, there's so many of these weird and wonderful encounters of like these moments that he's created in people's days just because he is Bill Murray. I and love it. It's so good. Like, as a person, as an actor, he's someone who always makes me smile. He's like a colorful candy coating wrapped around like the bitter truths that life give us. I, I just, I return to his work again and again for comfort. He's like a warm blanket. Like, one of my silly personal mottos is be the Bill Murray you wish to see in the world. It's true. <laughs> and that's why he's my crush of the week. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy you picked Bill, Bill Murray. He's such a <laughs> fucking good egg. Thanks. Yeah, I, I love him so much. And I, I couldn't not, like... Exactly. I couldn't not. <laughs> exactly. He's he's just a, a freaking classic, and that's such a good motto to, like, just, just be that little bit of, like, crazy nice person to, like, add that little bit of interest into someone's day. Don't be yeah, afraid to do like, something stupid. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be afraid to do something stupid or funny because it might actually make a really big difference to someone. Like, exactly. 
yeah, he's he's rad. He's just like the mad lad of the universe, and I fucking love him. He is such a mad lad. What a good mad <laughs> lad. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. That's great. Thanks, dude. How about you? I'm excited to hear about yours. So yeah, I, I didn't know what I was going to do for mine at first. And then um, I had to pick for work on a, on a little survey that we were doing to do like all of our holiday stuff for our last week um, to pick like our favorite holiday song, which I was hemming and hawing over. Because I am, um, as you know, I am an 80 year old British man and I listen to like, yes, all... <laughs> all like swing and jazz holiday music this time of year that's that's like my jam yes yes <laughs> and i was like what's my favorite holiday song it's probably the um what are you doing new year's eve and the person oh. who sings it and the, and the reason why it's my favorite is because the person who sings it is just able to create so much emotion and bittersweet just content in her voice and that is ella fitzgerald so she's my Yay! crush of the week um oh, i'm so excited yeah i i i fucking love ella fitzgerald um her voice is just so unlike any other jazz singer or singer of of her time it's just on another level like there's nothing else like it the the song i'm talking about what are you doing new year's eve is just this very bittersweet song about this person who is like building up the courage to ask the person that they love to be with them on new year's eve and it's just normally i don't like those sappy songs but it's just very genuine and very bittersweet and very charming especially the way that she sings it and it's so good yeah it's just a nice little groove and i love that song but um but yeah, she was an amazing person. She had a crazy, crazy like childhood and adolescence that was very difficult. But um, she ended up starting to sing for different with different orchestras. Um, was able to collaborate with some of the greatest, you know, musical performers of ever, like Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington and the Ink Spots, and it is unbelievable. Um, so in 1993, she gave her last public performance. She's done, she's gotten 14 Grammys. She's gotten a Presidential Medal of Freedom. I can't talk, but yeah, you know, so much ridiculously cool stuff. Uh, born in Virginia, like many of our uh, <laughs> good people from Virginia. Hey Virginians, yeah. you're pretty cool. But uh, like like most musical uh, artists of that time period, they they came over to New York to get their start, like you do. Um, yeah, she was with Verve for probably the most uh, amount of time for any of the record labels that she was at. She did a lot of most of the really like those uh, you know. Remember when we had all those like songbook versions of different jazz artists like. The Cole Porter songbook and the Duke Ellington songbook and yeah. yeah, that's where most of those come from. She's been on Abbott and Costello, which I did not know and I have to find that now. Uh, sung on Frank Sinatra's show, obviously. Everybody sang right. on Frank Sinatra's show and that's that's a whole other one that's going to be a crush of the week, but we'll, we'll get there eventually. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just collaborated with so many amazing people. Count Basie too. Can't forget about Count Basie. Just such an amazing 
woman and such an amazing role model for women for, with all of the things that she completed in her life and, you know, just kept on keeping on. Wasn't the traditional model of a woman, especially in that time. And she just freaking kicked ass. And yeah. is her, again, her voice is just such a unique star in music in general. And it's just, I don't know, it's, she was just great. Is, is constantly remembered, especially this time of year, she sung a ton of like pretty iconic and, and usually secular Christmas songs, like, or just general holiday songs, which are definitely my jam. For sure. Yeah, she can go from very bittersweet and sad to, like, really happy, goofy, cutesy, like, Frosty the Snowman and Let It Snow. And yeah. It's just wonderful. She was just a wonderful, charming lady who really just impacted jazz and music and the ability of women to be important in the music industry for in what will be probably an infinite amount of time for forever to come. And that's why she's my crash of the week. It's, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's Robot Shannon. You, oh my god, the robot is real. The robot's very real right now. <laughs> it's kind of great. Oh no, have I ghost in the shell? I think you're a ghost in the shelling, Shannon. I think you're ghost in the shelling. I think, I think that's what's happening right now. No. You finally made it. <laughs> no. I'm gonna try and put the stream remote back on and see if it does anything to me. Just keep just keep on talking. I'll let you know when you're not a robot. <laughs> oh my god, you sound like GLaDOS. It's kinda of creepy. Let's see, I'm almost there. We send a lot of messages. <laughs> we send a lot of messages to each other that's just us yelling about nerd things and, and adorable things. So we do a lot of all cap yelling about stuff we love. That's kind of our love language with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I, I, I type in a lot of caps. We both type in a lot of caps. <laughs> We're both very passionate people. Uh -huh. Yeah, if you couldn't tell already. <laughs> now you know. If now you, you know. Now you know because man, that's 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 pretty much. That's the pretty more much you what know. The more you know. <laughs> oh boy. It's, it's unfortunate, poor stray cats. I feel terrible for the stuff that you know they've probably gone through in their short little lives. You know. Yeah. And they're just good little fluff peeps. They just they just deserve like a nice comfy sunbeam and like a blanket, right? And some snacks. Don't we all? Like, I, ugh, right? Yeah, that's the dream, right? Living the dream. I, I like all animals more than I like most humans. Like I just I feel yeah I feel more comfortable around animals than I do around a lot of people. So oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, I agree. <laughs> Myth, don't open. Myth, get out of there. Speaking of. She hurts you. <laughs> she does this thing where she opens up the cabinets under the sink and knocks all of the stuff that's in there on the floor and then just sits in there. I don't know why, but that's like her hot spot. That's like the club that's popping. 
that she needs to be in. Maybe it's she's like, trying I... to get a show on Travel Channel, like Ghost Hunters, and she's she's trying to find ghosts <laughs> in your cabinets. <laughs> well, that's what my mom said. My mom, she's a very spiritual kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom's, your yes. mom's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, maybe there's spirits in there and she can hear them. And I was like, okay, I'm a scientifically minded person, so I don't really, I don't really go with that. But also, I spend a lot of time at home alone, so thanks. I know, right? For, for planting that thought in my anxious brain. <laughs> I know, right? That's that's one way to, you know, I love because watching spooky of... shit. But if I watch it, like, and I'm always, like, the same. I'm always, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a logically science-minded person. But if I'm watching spooky shit, like, really late at night, then I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> very much affected. Well, same because i start talking to myself i'm like well if energy is never destroyed it just changes form what if right dot 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 dot. unless yeah i remember when i was listening to um this podcast called um the black tapes that shit fucked me up because i was listening to it at night when i was doing food prep for the next day so it would be like you know 11 30 like 12 o'clock at night and i would be listening to the spooky shit like bobby would already be asleep and then I would just be like, well, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out now. I love, I love my spooky shit. I was. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Black Tapes is awesome. Tannis is by the same people and Rabbits. Those three are fucking sick. I, I, I have to check that out then. You'll like them. Yeah. We, we recently had like the, um, the ice cream truck has been coming around this area like recently, which I'm like, okay, cool. Glad the ice cream truck is around. I, I don't know if I would go or let my kids go if I had any, but. <laughs> right. Like a, a comforting sound of childhood. <laughs> yeah. You know, but at like nine o'clock at night, I hear this, the weird, like jingly ice cream truck. Oh God, music. stop it. And it took me a minute cause it like freaked the shit out of me. And then I was, I, I looked out the window and I was like, oh shit, it's the ice cream man. It's nine o'clock at night, my dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Fucking rapist. Like, I what know. the hell? Like, get get out, of here. out there. Get out of here with that shit, you fucking clown. <laughs> it, but it was so weird because, like, I'm, I'm up at all hours, but, um, you same, know, same. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was right around when my parents were, like, you know, turning in and, and everything was very dark and quiet in the house. And then all of a sudden, just to hear like this slowly, the volume increasing because it's uh, as it's getting closer, sound of like, you know, ice cream truck music is like fucking like horror movie 101 right there. You yeah, fuck that. Fuck that noise. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> That's the worst. That's, That's what the I worst. Need to start my I'm day. like creeped out just thinking about it. Because, <laughs> like, is that, is that my computer is that is that in the gate is that in you know am i i about, it's always when i'm about to watch like a creepy freaking video that weird shit happens <laughs> don't like it oh man oh, oh goodness and you know there's some fucking wild shit in this book i bet oh my god <laughs> um list the months of the shire calendar in order oh, what fuck. i can't do that what? Name the days of the week in the Shire calendar at the time of the War of the Ring. This oh is some god. shit. The days of the week changed? Oh god. I love what a historian Tolkien was. Like, as much as it makes the lore, like, 
just so expansive and crazy it's like it makes it feel so real that it's like yeah the the names of the days changed because that's that's how it works when language evolves and you know it's it's i love what a fucking historian he is how did gimli happen to be present at the council of elrond <laughs> like oh my god just what did gimli stuff. hope to find in the ruins of isengard <laughs> what was it that gimli noticed about mary and pippin as he saw them again at where did Gimli settle after the war? Oh, God. What is this? Fucking Oregon Trail? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is some shit. Uh, give Mary's full name. Oh, that one's not so bad. No. Um, Marietta Brandybuck. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's such a fucking good... That's a good pet name, uh, too, Marietta. What? He's just such a fucking cutie. Oh, oh and God. then what act of bravery did Mary perform in the Battle of the Pelennor Field? Oh, I mean, well, yeah. Some of some of these are they're definitely... easily answerable, but there's definitely some that are like, yeah, boy. I don't know where the fuck. I mean, I like, I don't I freaking. What did what did Gimli notice about Merry and Pippin? Uh, I don't remember <laughs> that they were that they were fucked eating, up. <laughs> that they were super high and eating lots of like. Oh, Which dwarves God. in The Hobbit were not of Durin's line? Oh, God. Damn, son. Give the dwarvish names of the three mountains over Moria. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, crazy shit in here. Dang, dude. I'm gonna have to, like, read this book cover to cover, because there are, there are some stuffs. That sounds great. It's pretty that. cool, yeah, like... I mean, the 70s were a wild time anyway, but the fact that, like, there was a market for this book to be made makes me really happy. Right? A quiz book. <laughs> a quiz book for Lord of the Rings. Oh, my in God. The f in the First Age, the name Minas Tirith was given to the tower on Tol Sirion. Which character prominent in the Third Age dwelt for a time in that tower? <laughs> <laughs> dwelt for a time. <laughs> Who built Minas Morgul, and what was its original name? Oh my god, some of these Dang, are son. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> there's also, like, questions about elvish words, which I'm not even going to attempt to ask. Oh god, yeah. But, As much as yeah, I there's... would like to learn elvish, I feel like prioritizing out learning languages that would actually be of use to me right now are... are... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think now is not the right time for me to, uh, to learn elvish. No. <laughs> that's oh great. that's how are frodo and bilbo related oh for whom did frodo leave the last pages of the red book oh 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 dang that hurts my heart yeah anyway that book's really cool and i'm super psyched that yeah my mom found it <laughs> that's great i love it yeah that's awesome nice and there's also, uh, she has 13 children called the Yule Lads. Before I go into her build, I just want to, I just want to tell you who these Yule Lads are because they're great. So we have Sheepcoat Claude, who tries to suckle ewes in farmer's sheep sheds. Gully Gawk, he steals foam from buckets of cow milk. Oh my god. We have Stubby, he's short and steals food from frying pans. I, I, this one's, this one might be a little bit difficult to, uh, uh, think about, you know, the, it, it's, he's a little bit hard to suss out. Uh, spoon liquor, he licks spoons. Uh, pot scraper <laughs> or pot liquor, he steals unwashed pots and licks them clean. Bowl liquor, 
Similarly to, to pot liquor steals bowls of food from under the bed, because back in the old days, Icelanders used to sometimes store bowls of food under the bed because they're normal. Uh, we got door slammer who stomps around and slams doors, keeping it. Uh, we have skier gobbler. He eats up all the Icelandic yogurt. Skier. Sausage swiper. Swiper, no swiping. He's, he loves stolen sausages. Who doesn't? Uh, window peeper. He likes to creep outside windows and sometimes steal the stuff he sees inside. This one is one of my favorites. Door sniffer. Insatiable uh, appetite for stolen baked goods. Meat hook snatches up meat left out, especially smoked lamb. All right. And candle beggar who steals candles. That's uh, the basics of Grilla and her rowdy, rowdy boy children. And I just love the idea of this character so much that I decided to build her. Um, yeah. I made her a, a, a variant ASMR. I, want, I wanted her to be like one of the fallen ASMR. Because she's nice. kind of a god of the winter time. It makes sense to me. And uh, they get celestial resistance, which is nice because, uh, uh, you know, uh, dark magic, what, what radiant damage and necrotic damage is uh, resistant to, which is nice. Nice. They get dark vision, and, and that and ASMRs are all big and bulky and scary, and she's supposed to be very, very large, like, troll-sized. Gotta be fair. Yeah, she's big and scary. She's big and so, um, <laughs> I decided to go, like, full-on into Druid because I thought it made the most sense. Her proficiencies in nature and survival, uh, I put her in the, uh, there's a druid cir Druidic circle for the Arctic. That's right. Exactly. So you get specific okay. circle spells at 3rd, 5th, 7th, and ninth level. Uh, so for Arctic, you get Hold Person, Spike Growth, Sleet Storm, Slow, uh, Freedom of Movement, Ice Storm, uh, Commune with Nature, and Cold. A uh, Cone of Cold, which is nice. You just get those for free. It's pretty kick-ass. Um, that is most of the uh, different circles for Druids. You just kind of like pick the, you know, the aspect of nature that's interesting to it. Everything else is pretty much normal. I also like that they get Timeless Body at level 18 and that they age a lot more slowly because she's supposed to be sort of this ethereal. And I feel like she would definitely wild shape into some spooky mountain forms, spooky tree forms, different things like that. So some spells that I gave her, obviously gave her Frostbite, gave her Absorb Elements, thought that would be fair to uh, kind of be able to protect herself from freezing, things like that. Yeah, that tracks. What's our good ones? Uh, gave it el Elemental Bane as well, so you can, like, apply that, you know, frost weakness to an enemy. Makes sense. Nice. Got a lot of frost-based. And uh, a bunch of the wind-based spell stuff, too. Investiture of Ice. Um, I gave her Scrying, because she can kind of find kids and, you know, take them away. She knows if they've been bad, so gave her a couple of spells to kind of fit along with that pass without a trace, being able to sneak around all spooky-like. I also gave her Conjure Woodland Beings so that you can summon fake creatures and kind of thought those oh, would be your Yule Lads. I like that. Yeah, because you can summon anywhere between 1 and 8 with different challenge ratings, so I thought that would be a fun. Obviously, Druids got high wisdom. It feels like it makes sense yeah. for this character, like an old Witch of the Woods sort of a situation. Gave her really high constitution as well, because I feel like uh, she's living up in the cold in the mountains she is the you know personification of winter coming she's got she's she's gonna be hard to mess with i i kind of customized her background a little bit um i gave her 
two skill proficiencies, a tool, and a language. So um, I gave her Intimidation and Arcana. I feel like that fits a witch character. Gave her brewer, yeah. brewer supplies. I, I gave her uh, Giant as another language as well. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Tracks. And, you know, there's probably spooky giants and trolls living up in the mountains of Iceland. So also a very good game about ice trolls, uh, about trolls up in, like, that area, if I can think of the name of it. Gosh dang. I, I'm going to, I have to find out what it is. Hang on. Uh, oh, Unforgiving, a Northern Hymn is the name of it. It is an indie game that came out a few years ago, but uh, it's really good. Uh, so yeah, I gave her her background feature. I gave her the sage one that um, you can recall a piece of lore if you don't know the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And that yeah. seems like she she seems like she's been around a long time. She's gonna have knowledge of the world for sure. And then for the characteristics, I I picked from a couple of different ones, mostly haunted one because that just seemed to uh, seemed to fit her a lot more. She's definitely uh, more of a neutral and a chaotic neutral. I don't think any kind of witch character that lives in the woods is completely evil. I just think they do what they want to do because they can, and they just want to live. Parents alone. Clean up your spoons, <laughs> and spoon liquor won't have to come to your house and lick your spoons clean for you. None of the Yule Eds do anything particularly bad. So, so yeah, none of the none of the the general like personal personality traits don't really fit. But you know, I think we know the kind of character that a witch that lives in the woods that eats bad children that's Grilla the the Icelandic witch lady druid who can summon some of her kids sometimes real talk I know that's one of your favorite Christmas songs 100% is I fucking love the, the shit one like song. this is the one thing like in our lives that we slightly well disagree on is that you love that song and uh -huh. I cannot stand that song i love paul i do but that song is just like oh totally having a wonderful christmas time and it's like okay yes paul i know i'm glad you're having a wonderful christmas time shut the fuck up <laughs> may your days be merry and bright friends and may all your christmases be whatever color that you would like them to be because i know a lot of people don't like snow or don't live in areas where you get a lot of snow or you know it's just uh you know the colors yeah. of the rainbow paint with all the colors of the wind <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just full of them i'm just full of the like, random disney quotes excellent that's that millennium humor just just random quote is funny ha 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 that's how we roll Amazing. Have a good one, folks. See you soon. We love you. Hello again, friends. I'm back. Guess who's back? I've done that joke before. Uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed uh, that little bit that we were able to cobble together for you. Uh, again, shorter episode, but uh wanted to also pop in and say we are going to be doing a kind of looking forward to and awesome stuff that is going to happen in 2021 kind of episode for our next episode probably won't get to record that this week maybe next week we'll see but uh feel free to please send us in your thoughts things you're looking forward to things you'd like to see us do anything that you want to talk to us about uh i'll pop it in the description of the podcast but as always we are uh at next underscore nerds on twitter 
and at next to nerds on Instagram. I believe that is correct. I'm going to find out right now. Hang on. Uh, yep. Yep. That was indeed correct. Just had that moment of, as I was saying it, and you could probably hear it in my voice of, oh God, am I saying the right thing? I normally don't say this out loud. Oh no. Oh dear. Uh, so yeah, uh, give us give us your thoughts, comments, questions, any anything you want to share with us for the next episode. We are so happy that you've chosen to listen to us talk about ridiculous stuff. And um, I don't want to say, you know, have a great holiday season because I feel like that's not the thing that's going to happen for everybody this year, and that's okay. But I encourage you to find little moments of things that you enjoy. Did you get to, you know play a video game that you haven't played in a while? Did you get to watch a movie that kind of brings your spirits up or read a book or whatever the thing is that you're able to do to make your life a little bit more normal this year? I hope that you were able to do it and I hope you found some enjoyment out of it even though it's been it's been a rough one. But we got this y'all. Next year is going to be a great year and uh, we hope to have you continue to join us be nerdy and goofy and fun and enjoy the things that make us us. So I have been Amy and somewhere Shannon has been Shannon, I promise. And uh, we both genuinely hope that y'all have a safe and chill holiday season and new year and look forward to entertaining you more next year. Have a good one, y'all. We love you. Bye-bye.